Welcome to Leitrim Daily. It is, of course, Sunday, and we are going to be talking sport for the next half hour or so. This show is brought to you today with the support of Northwest Stop and their 5K fundraising event next week. More on that a little bit later on. I'm joined today by Anna Duff captain Dylan Kane, who is going to talk about their victory over Leitrim Gales last night, possibly against the run of form, given their league clash two or three weeks ago. Uh, Dylan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. The result came through last night, and I knew I wanted someone from Anaduff, and, and you were the, the, the scapegoat you yeah. were sent forward. Tell us about the game. Uh, yeah, it was a battle, first of all. Um, I suppose anyone that would, would have been there would have seen a few handbags and stuff, but that's all part and parcel of it when, when we come across each other. like. Um, so I suppose when the intermediate draw would have been made, you probably would have been looking at ourselves and Legion Village as probably two of the stronger points, and that's not to be cocky or anything like that. But yeah, last night's game, probably rough enough conditions, just kind of that awkward drizzle rain, um, and we knew, you know, we were well rattled for it. We knew what to expect with them. As you said there, like we only met them a couple of weeks ago in the league, and they kind of gave us a wee bit of a hiding um, down on their home turf, so we knew we had to up it. And yeah, it was nice to get one over on them, but it was nothing easy, you know, from the word get-go. Like, you know, there's a few hits and, and tackles and, you know, shoulders, heavy hits, everything like that, but... You know, we played our game. We struggled at times. You know, we're not hitting peak form as you're saying there just yet. But it was always nice to get one over them. In terms of that league encounter a few weeks ago, how much of that was playing in your mind in the build-up to the game, or was it at all? Well, not really, no. Because kind of we take one game at a time. So that you know, the league is totally different. Um, once we got safe in that, we kind of parked, parked the league, and we we knew we had to up championship form. And I suppose we we're just looking to get performance, especially after last week's you know draw against Rumkeren. Let's talk about that game because obviously that was the first round of the championship. People would have been expecting both yourselves and Drum Kieran to be there thereabouts by the end of the year. They've kind of been knocking around that intermediate final, semi-finals for the last yeah. couple of years. And with Leitrim Gales as well, to be fair. It's a very tough group and you've the two toughest games over. Three points from those. Would you have been happy with three points two weeks ago? Based on the performances, I'll take them. But I suppose we would have had set out the standards to, to win every game. Like Drum Kieran and Leitrim Village or Leitrim Gales are both tough teams, but... They're the teams you have to play if you if you want to get the ultimate prize at the end of the day. Three points definitely happen right now. As I said, our performances weren't probably up to scratch. And that's from our perspective, that's taking nothing away from, from the two teams. But uh, yeah, happy enough. And of course, that means that you are now in a pretty good position. Virtually guaranteed a spot in the in the quarterfinals, given the, the form of the other teams in the group. Yeah. What's What was the, the goal at the start of the season coming into the championship? Well, the goal is to, to do one better than last year. Um, you know, we had two tough encounters with FINA last September or October, and you know, ultimately our goal last year was to get straight back up after coming down in 2017, and ultimately we failed. So it was probably going one better and finally getting that cup and get back to senior status. Clune and Ballon more playing this morning, so we're not quite sure of that encounter's result just yet. Going on again, previous results, you would have to fancy Clune to win that. I hope I'm not going to eat an humble pie later if I no, yeah. say that. But um, that would mean that yourselves will be in second place in that group after two rounds. Carrie Gallon top with four points, yourselves on three, Leitrim Gales on two, potentially, as we said, Clune on two as well. Yeah. Drum Kieran will be disappointed with just one win for, or one point out of the first two games. Yeah, well, I, I didn't catch too much of the game against Carrie Gallon before us yesterday, but. I know it was neck and neck going into the, the final the final few minutes. So, But look, Drunkieran are a very good team. They're sticky. Um, they'll probably be disappointed, yeah, but there's still three games to go. And as you said, they're always there, thereabouts, come quarter-final, semi-final stage. And you know, their, their focus will just now on next Saturday or Sunday. Like. 
Yeah, we might as well go through the actual official results yeah. from the Intermediate Championship this weekend. From Kieran 2-6, Carrie Gallon 1-10, a one-point victory for Carrie Gallon. As we mentioned, says that does put them top of the group and in the driving seat in what was arguably the group of deaths coming into the, the competition. Like those four or five teams would all have been fancying themselves to reach a semi-final yeah. spot. Yeah, well, people were saying that, all right. But when the draw was made, I suppose, a few people were saying that, you know, that is the group of death or so-called group of death. But in my terms, especially, and talking on behalf of the lads, like they're the teams you want to play in and you have to play if you want to get the way to the final. So you're well getting them out of the way early and then, then you get to know each other. Local rivals, Bornacula, got out of jail again. A second draw of the competition last night against Eslin. It's the second time they've come from behind to rescue a point. Uh, how how much does local rivalries come in there? They're not in your direct group, but there must be that little bit of competition going on between you. Um, yeah, well, look, we're both in our own lanes at the minute, and they're focusing on their, uh, their group, and we're focusing on ours. But, yeah, when we come come together, there's that bit of a extra spice and whatnot. And uh, no doubt if we meet them in quarterfinals or semifinals, whatever it may be, there will be that added kick to it. And, you know, we'll not forget 2017 when they put us where we are. So, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting if we come across them. I think that might get played later on in a important yeah. Seamus Mallon might be just going, I'll record that, thank you very much. Uh, Leitrim Gales, 1-7, and it off yourselves, 3-11. Double points victory, 20 points to 10. The scale of that victory was something that people weren't really expecting. No, but uh, I don't think it was a true reflection of the game. Like uh, There definitely definitely wasn't, what, there were 9, 10 points in it. It wasn't. It didn't feel like that. You know, we got, kind of got a few lucky goals. I think our second goal kind of nearly dribbled across the line. But yeah, no, look, we wouldn't be take, taking too much into account on that form. If we meet them again in the, in the championship, you know, it'll be a, a tough battle again. It was nice to get, get that big number win they got. I think it was a nine-point win over us in the league, so it's just nice to get a bit of payback. In terms of, I suppose, they had a few players missing as well. I know two Mortons away at the start of the game. They were yeah. down a third Morton by the end of the game. Let's talk about that incident. I wasn't at the game now, but yeah. I did hear reports afterwards. What happened? Uh, well, I didn't actually see what happened. I'm not saying that. That was convenient. I was kind of involved in a wee bit of a scuffle myself, and my back was turned to that. But look, that's look part and parcel of it all. There was a wee bit of scrap, tensions were flaring. But look, we all shook hands after the game, and there's no hard feelings in it per se. The final game played last night was Ahavas 117, Glenfarren Kilty 11 points. Glenfarren Kilty probably going to struggle at this level, although they did pick up a very valuable point last week against Bournemouth. Yeah, look, like like most clubs around the place, they're probably the, the worst affected with immigration and everything like over the years. But it's nice to see them see them coming good again. But uh, yeah, look, you never know. They might pick up a point or two here or there. Uh, build on last week's performance, it will be a bit of a sickener. But there's always a chance on your day. There's always a chance against anyone. And the final two games to be played today, we don't know the scores of the early game at the moment. It's, it's just been finishing up as we speak. Clune versus Ballinamore, and that game was played in Carrigallon at 11.30 this morning. While Kiltobert and Balneglera, their game at 5pm this evening is in Avancard Park, Sean McDiarmid, and I will give you those results uh, before the end of the show. Dylan, what is the plan going forward for Anaduff? Like, you've three points from four, yeah. you've played arguably two of the top three other sides in the group in terms of expectations going in. You'd be expected to get results against Balnamore, possibly against Clune as well. Second in the group, first in the group, will you be disappointed if you finish second at this point? Yeah. Be totally honest, yeah, but look, we'd be just happy to get the quarter quarterfinal spot. Our focus here is just training Tuesday night or Wednesday night whenever we regroup and, and focus for Ballinamore on, on Sunday, Sunday morning. I think it is. Look, we're just taking it one step at a, at a time, and I know that sounds cliche, but 
our ultimate aim is to get back to the, to the top of the game, back into senior ranks. But we're just building one bit at a time. We're getting lads back at the, at the right times, key, key men back. Uh, there's fights for competition, you know, like the 15 that starts yesterday might might not be the 15 that starts on Sunday or whatever. Um, there's, we've a good group, like we've 30, 31, 32. Numbers of training. The junior team had a good win last last weekend, uh, and you know that's like the foundations of everything. It's, we're building on that, so it's just the club is in a good place driving forward. And as I said, we'll just regroup Tuesday and focus one one step at a time. In terms of the restructuring from twelve teams to ten in the senior championship, it obviously means that the bottom two teams get relegated. I don't, I don't think that's going to be a problem for you based on, on the results yeah. so far. But in terms of the two teams coming down or three teams rather coming down from senior this year. If you don't win the intermediate championship this year, it's going to be even harder to win it next year. With some of those, the likelihood is that some of maybe Drummer Hare, Ochnashiel, and yeah. possibly Alan Gales might yeah. get sucked into that. Th- there are a couple of teams at the lower levels in the senior championship that could really make an impact at intermediate next year. Yeah. How much are you worried about not getting out of the division this year? Um, well, I suppose that's kind of a, a back thought. It's obviously the main focus needs to get over. Um, you know the restructuring of it will make it a lot tougher, but it is—it's tough at the minute. Like you know, you only have to look at Ballymore there; they got relegated a couple of years ago, and I think it was two, three, maybe four years for them to get back to senior ranks, and, and they're flying now. But every year is a sticky year. You know, any team you come across, like you know, we, it is a challenge. And as I said there previously, on your day, everyone is capable of beating everyone. Um, it's just how you perform. But yeah, definitely, if you have three more stronger suitors coming down, it's going to make it a hell of a lot tougher. And hopefully we won't have to worry about that. You're out next Sunday at 12 o'clock in Carrigallon. You play Sean O'Heslands. Um, they have been kind of the whipping boys in Division 2 of the league. Haven't done so well in the championship so far, yeah. excluding obviously today's game. You'd be expected to win that game, and that would put you into the quarterfinals guaranteed. Expected is, I suppose, a big word, yeah. Do you approach that game any differently as a club? Like, Do you play fringe players, or do you go out to... Just inflict as much damage, get the scoring charts up. What's the a- the attitude there? Well, and based on the team selection, I don't know what what Carroll will select, but no, we treat them with the utmost respect. Like we had them last year in our group two, and I think we got out with a two or three point win. Um, I don't know what their team is looking like based on you know their first fifteen or first seventeen that the, the named it senior. Um, but they have numbers in abundance. I think you could even see see the picture in the paper there during the week. I think there was forty lads togged for the for the senior the, the serious group and. Serious players, like so. I, I don't know what their second team is looking at at the minute, to be totally honest. Um, as I said, we only take one game at a time, but no, we'll there'll be no idea of trying to beat them by 40 or 50 points. You know, it just focus on the first ball, get the first score, and I'll be happy if we get out with a one point victory and get the two points. Dylan Kane, thank you very much for joining us, and the very best look next week and for the rest of the championship. Thank you very much. Turning our attention to the Connacht Gold Senior Football Championship, we had a full list of games played this weekend. On Thursday, St Mary's defeated Ochnashielan by 19 points to 8, and I spoke to St Mary's manager Joe Flynn after the game. On Friday evening, also including Glencar Manor, beat an underperforming Gortletra side 321 to 5 points, and I caught up with Connor Dolan after that encounter, and both of those interviews can be heard during yesterday's Sports Saturday show. Last night, Saturday evening, saw the final four games played in the Championship. In Carrick and Shannon, Ballinamore won the tie of the round with a fine performance against reigning county champions Ahawillan by three points. Final score was 1-12 to 1-9 in that local derby. I spoke to Ballinamore manager Dom Corrigan after the game. Dom, three-point victory over the county champions. You must be pretty happy with that. 
Yeah, we're pleased. Uh, you know, we got a bad start to the game, but we recovered well. Uh, draw game at half time, so it was all to play for. So you know, the boys responded well. We had a good third quarter. Ah, willing as they do, will always come back, and they came back very strong. So we we're very pleased to hold out for the three-point win. As you said, a very poor start to goal within the first couple of minutes. What were the thoughts at that point? Yeah, well, I didn't really mind because I wanted to see these round-robin games are about seeing how the teams, you know, how the team responds to setbacks. So I was very pleased with the way the lads responded. Ah, willing, will always ask questions of you, uh, and thankfully we came up with the answers there today, and um, that was a good. A good game to get us driving forward now. We look forward to playing Carrick and Shannon next week, who are flying. So that'll be another big test. But um, no, no, beating Ahwillan today in the championship was very pleasing. But we know they'll be there thereabouts again at the finish. But we'll always focus on ourselves, um, aim to improve, set about playing even better next week. As you mentioned, Carrick and Shannon away next week. Both of you unbeaten at this point, two wins from two. It's potentially been looked at as maybe as a, as a top of the table clash decide who finishes top of the table. Does that matter to you or is it really a case of getting into the quarterfinals and seeing where things will fall from there? Obviously, uh, the league stage of the championship in Leitrim is all about getting into the quarterfinal and looking to build and improve in every game. So um, there were aspects of that game there today which we will be looking at. Our start wasn't good. That's something that we'll be looking to address for next week. Um, every game you go out to play, you go out to win it. And you go out to uh, learn lessons from the previous one and put it into practice. So um, I feel the championship format in Leitrim is good. I'm enjoying it because it gives you an opportunity to really uh, test the players in the red hot heat of championship football. And uh, it'll bring on players individually and it'll bring them on as a team. So, um, no, we'll be going out to play Carrick and Shannon next week to put our best foot forward and aim to get the two points to uh, stay atop of the league table. Without putting a hoodoo on you, the winner of that game next week will probably be installed in most people's eyes as the, as the favourites to win the championship. Feel any pressure on that? Ah, not at all. There'll be no pressure on that. I would never be too uptight about favourites or underdogs or whatever. It's all about going out and performing on the day. And um, the likes of Mohill, Glencar, Ahawillan, Carrick, all of those teams have strong claims to win a championship this year. And we're just one of five or six who can win a championship. And it's whoever works hardest and improves over this next two months will end up in the winner's enclosure at the finish. So we'll keep the head down. We'll work as hard as we can. We know we have a lot of work to do, uh, but we're going in the right direction. Well done again today and the best of luck next week. Thanks very much, Bethany. Prior to that encounter, Alan Gales kept their quarterfinal hopes alive with a victory over Dogged Drummer Hairside, who gave the Drumshambo men a fright in the third quarter of the game. One fourteen to 14 points with the final score. I spoke to the Alan Gales manager, James Wynne, after the game. But first, I caught up with Shane Walsh, who was at the heart of most of the Sky Blues' best moves on the night. Shane, what are your thoughts after that game? I've made very hard work of it now. I've got off to a great start. Uh, with a lot of momentum and the game was very fluid at times and uh, really got off to a flyer with the goal that kind of set the tone for the first half but struggled to get back into it then for the second half which is a pity but something we can improve on for the next day I think. A lot of hard running done there maybe not so much at the other end in the final third just converting those opportunities to chances. I think so we probably could have paced ourselves better there's a lot of hard runs in the first half and a lot of tired bodies then in the second half but I think a bit of fitness will come now hopefully for the next game as well and we'll kind of learn from that. Drum hair started pegging you back towards the end of the game. Any worries or concerns that you might let it slip? Definitely. I think we lost a bit of structure there in the second half. Maybe our half back line was probably tending to attack too much and it definitely gave their full forward line a lot more space in the second half. So 
definitely need to learn to keep our structure a bit more and not leave those big open gaps where they can get easy ball into the full forward line. So uh, the next day we definitely won't get away with it against Stockton So just need to be that more cautious, I think. In terms of the overall progression in the championship, you're probably just one win away from placing the quarterfinals. Was that the goal at the start of the season? It really was. Uh, we've a lot of lads kind of injured at the minute and a few boys away and things like that. And our our main target of the year was to stay up in both Division 1 and Senior Championship. Unfortunately, we've gone down to Division 2, but we're confident now with a win the next day, hopefully we can stay up in Senior Championship. And you never know when you get into a quarter-final either how things might go. So hopefully, um, yeah, if we can get the heads right for the next day, we can progress on from there. Shane Walsh, thanks very much. Yeah, thanks a million, Brethren. Thank you. James, thoughts after that game? Yeah, we're just glad to come through it. You know, um, we we did make hard work of it, um, but a win is a win, and and um, I think, you know, the longer we 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 keep playing and, and stay in this competition, we we'll only get better. You know, because we have the talent. You know, so it's just a matter of getting a win under our belt and keeping at it. You know, in terms of the first half, very slow for both teams to get going, rather wasteful as well. Any things to improve on for the next game day out? Oh yeah, our shooting absolutely, both has really. Um, but especially in the first half, yeah, we squandered a lot of stuff, you know. But going forward, yeah, lots, lots of room to, to manoeuvre and lots to practice and lots to work on, you know, especially our shooting, yeah, you're right. What's the expectations for the rest of the championship now? I would just take one game at a time, you know. We've got in Sheila next, so we look forward to that. And we've already played them in the league and they've, they've put one of us over. And so we'll definitely be up for that one. And then we look forward to, is, could be Aha Willen, is it our next game after that? So, look, we just take every game as it comes. We have a couple of players coming back to us now in the next couple of weeks, so we'll only be getting stronger. I suppose a victory over Machine the next day should pretty much put you into the quarterfinals. What's the target for the year? Well, that would be it, to get, to get that far, you know. But as I said to you, we're only taking one game at a time, and uh, if we can get over the next hurdle and get to where we are, we'll look at that when it comes. Thanks very much. Not at all, you're welcome. This show would not be possible without some fantastic supporters that we have and today an anonymous person has donated today's show in honor of northwest stop and they're hosting their annual 5 or 10k fun walk or run in manor hamilton next sunday the 11th of august you can choose between a scenic five kilometer route through lurgan boy forest or really challenge yourself to the 10k run registration opens at 2 30 and departs from the castle cafe at 3 p.m Northwest Stop provide a free counselling service and if you wish to speak to a counsellor you can phone 086 777 2009 and we would ask that all listeners would please consider supporting this fantastic fun walk or run on the 11th of August that's next Sunday at 3pm from the Castle Cafe in Manor Hamilton. Of course you can support one of our shows too and if you want information on that you can go to leitrimdaily.com and click on advertise. Of course, for our regular listeners, you will know that there is a special offer ongoing at the moment. Each day, the price increases by a single euro. We had a phenomenal response last week. We had 21 days sponsored via that system. So we would ask that people would consider getting on board and supporting the show. It's currently priced at 22 euros, and each time somebody purchases a show, it goes up by a single euro. So get in early and save yourself money. It's the exact same package as the full price package of over 150 euros. Anyway, that's enough of the sales. Please support Northwest Stop. It's a fantastic cause in their 5 and 10k walk or run next Sunday afternoon at 3pm at the Castle Cafe. Right, on with the show.
Drumreilly overcame Melvin Gales 1-11 to 2-4, while Mohull continued their winning ways with nine points to spare over Fianna St. Callians, 1-18 to 1-19. What all that means is that in Group 1, at the top of the table, Glencar Manor, Mohull and Drumreilly all have maximum four points from their first two games in the Championship. Melvin Gales, Fianna St. Callians and Gort Letra still yet to score any points on the league table. In Group 2 of the Connacht Gold Senior Football Championship, Sean O'Heslands and St Mary's maintained a 100% record with their victories this weekend. Ahawillet and Alan Gale sit on two points out of a maximum four, while Achnashiel and Andrew Maher both lie currently at the bottom of the table. In the Smith Monumentals Intermediate Championship, as we heard earlier, Anaduff defeated Leitrim Gales in their top-of-the-table clash 3-11 to 1-7 to put themselves in a fantastic position for the rest of the competition. The other results in this grade were from yesterday. Drumkirin 2-6, Carrigallon 1-10, Bornacula 3-10, Eslin 1-16, a draw, Ahavas 1-17, Glenfarn Kilty 11 points. Today's games, Kiltobrid 1-5, Ballinaglera 2 goals and 9, while Clune beat Sean O'Heslin's Ballinamore on a scoreline of 3-11 to 10 points. Casting our eye across the group tables, in Group 1, Carrie Gallen lead the way with two wins from two to leave them on four points. And Aduff sit one point behind on three after their two games so far. Leitrim Gales and Clune currently both with one win and one defeat, leaving them with two points, while Drumcuran sit on one point after their two games. Ballinamore, Sean O'Heslin's sit pointless after two encounters. In Group 2, Balnaglera's victory over Kiltubbard moves them to the top of the table this evening. Eslin on three points, one point behind, while Ahavas and Bornacula sit on two points. Glenfar and Kilty, one point from their draw with Bornacula last week, while Kiltubbard remain pointless at the foot of the table. In the Vistamed Junior A Football Championship, Glencar Manor Hamilton 5-17, Mohull 5-4. 10-goal thriller in that game there. While in the Vistamed Junior B Championship, Ahavas went down 12 points to St. Mary's 2-11, a five-point victory for the Carrick and Shannon side. Today at the rowing regatta in Carrick and Shannon, I caught up with recent Irish international Ella Brogan, who was competing in her home regatta despite being in the colours of her adopted club, Queen's University. Ella Brogan, you've just won the mixed four. You've had a busy day. I have, yeah. I've raced the mixed double, the single, and now just the mixed four. Have you got anything else lined up for the rest of the day? I'm going to be coxing the men's club four, the senior four, and the men's senior eight. In terms of your own month or so, it's been a busy time with the national championships and also then with the home internationals. Yeah, no, homes internationals is a great regatta because it's almost like an athlete's first experience of well usually their first experience of international racing so it just gives a good start into you know seeing what the standard is like and you know experience seeing really high standard crews and as well it's always good fun like everyone has so much fun over there and you always make new friends from all different parts of the country in terms of your own race finished fourth but the last quarter was particularly strong compared to the other crews. I think the race went to plan. We did as well as we could. Kira, my double partner, she's still only she's just about to turn 17, so she's 
I suppose has very little experience compared to some of the people we're racing that have been on the international circuit for years and years. But I think we raced the best race we could have done. So even though maybe it wasn't the best result we'd hoped for, we were both happy. We both knew, we had a very set plan in our heads of how we were going to do it. And we both knew ourselves that we needed to put in a massive push at the end. And that was the best we could have hoped for. I think maybe if we'd gone a little bit earlier, we might have caught the English crew that came third, but we were both happy anyway. And in terms of the future, what's next for you in the sport? I have no idea. I'm just going to have to take things as they come. Well, enjoy the rest of the day Thank and the best of luck. Thank you. There will be a further look at the regatta itself on Faces and Places this Tuesday. Tune in for that. In ladies football, in the McCormick's Mace Senior Football Championship, favourites Kiltubbard were pushed harder than the scoreline might suggest by a very impressive St. Francis side who will rue their wasteful shooting throughout the game, but particularly in the first 15 minutes. A 3-11 to 11-point scoreline didn't reflect the full game, but I caught up with Anya Tai and Ailish Kernan after the game. Ailish Kernan, disappointed after that? Yeah, very disappointed. I um, feel like we had the chances to win the game. I think we missed, I don't know, I wouldn't like to look at the stats to see what uh, the amount of possession that we had in front of goal and we just missed it, like myself included. We think we had the chances to win the game. You know, three goals, one for them in the end and two goals over the head. They probably got a bit lucky with those two goals. So, I mean, there wasn't that much in the game. So, I think we'll be looking back at it thinking one that got away really um, we're very disappointed and um, we feel like we left everything out there on the pitch we couldn't have really given much more really um, every girl out there worked so hard just fantastic young under 16s that came in there this year and their work rate and their passion and determination to do everything for the St Francis jersey is just fantastic and as joint captain with Stephanie Reynolds I'm just very proud of every one of them not too many would have given you much of a chance coming in here and I think you surprised a few people, especially in the first maybe 10 minutes with the number of chances you created. Yeah, exactly. That was the thing. Nobody gave us a chance coming in here and that suited us perfectly. We all knew what we've been doing in training over the last number of weeks and months. We knew what a panel we have and we were happy that people were writing us off. People saying that we were going to be bet by 20 points. Um, there was three kicks of a ball in it there at the end of the day. Um, we had several chances to bring that back and unfortunately on a, on a different day that, those balls could have went in and unfortunately the chance that we got we just didn't take them today and we learned from that and we'll get back and practice again on, the, on our shooting and try and get it right for St Joseph's in a few weeks time. Do you think the element of surprise might be gone now when you hit St Joseph's in a couple of weeks? Oh I don't know, I don't care to be honest either. Um, people are writing us off all year so um, we don't care what people think about us, we don't care if they write us off or if they're surprised by us or what, we don't really care, we don't listen to people outside of our, our team, we focus on what we have, we have uh, Gareth, um, our coach and Paul Martin, our manager, they have done absolutely fantastic work with us and we believe in them and they believe in us, so outside of our panel we don't care who, who believes in us or who thinks we're going to be bet by 20 points or who thinks we're going to be... Uh, be beaten by St. Joseph's, we don't care, we don't, we don't really listen to it to be honest, we just work on ourselves and then we just take it, take the game as it comes. Well, uh, well done today, despite the result of fantastic performance. Thanks, thanks Murphy. Anya, your thoughts on that victory? Yeah, look, as we, as we just said there, a win is a win, that's what it's all about I suppose, first day out, uh, get the two, two points on the board and, and look ahead then to the next game. It was looking a bit uh, tighter than maybe it finished up in the first couple of minutes, what was thought process 
couple of minutes in. Ah, look, I suppose we knew coming into it that we were going to be in for a hell of a battle. Um, you know, St. Francis have been making huge progress over the last couple of years and we knew they'd absolutely take it to us straight away. So it's just about staying calm, I suppose, going through going through the lines, going through the processes as we as we have done throughout the years and, and grind out a result at the end of it. Some new faces coming through in the team. What's it like being one of the elder statesmen of the, of the team at this point? Ah, it's fantastic, you know, to see the, the talent coming through from the underage ranks, you know, the young girls that are making an impact, it's it's absolutely unbelievable, you know. Anya Redican into midfield, she's she's getting through phenomenal work. Laura Redican at the backs, Isabella McKeown, like the, the young girls that are really pushing us on in training as well, it's it's fantastic. So yeah, long may long may they keep coming through anyway. Can't forget about some of the older states people on the team. Miranda Burke made a couple of vital saves, key moments in the game. Yeah, oh, she was fantastic today and, and her kickouts are always rock solid, but yeah, she came out with a couple of absolutely unbelievable saves there, even in the second half again. You know she's so reliable and she's really grown into that role in goals and yeah she's she's uber reliable back there. In terms of yourself off to Australia at the end of the season, how are you looking forward to that? Ah yeah, really looking forward to it. I suppose it's um it's nice to have this kind of to, to focus on for now to be able to put all the the effort and the kind of intensity into this for now. But it's definitely something to to really look forward to in the kind of months ahead to have a target and yeah keep working towards that as well. And how will that impact you locally? Will, is this the last season we'll see in a Kiltubber jersey or will you be back next year? Ah, not necessarily. We'll see how it goes, I suppose. Get through get through a season out there and, and see if we're still surviving, still standing at the end of it and, and we'll go from there. Best luck for the rest of the championship. Thank you very much. Thanks, Alan. After Glencar Manor's 5-13 2-10 victory over Uchtera Gales in Ballon this morning, I spoke to Myrne Devaney about her recent selection for the Irish Under-17 soccer squad her Sligo Rovers side's 5-2 defeat to Cork City yesterday, despite her scoring two goals. And of course, her thoughts after the opening day victory in the Senior Football Championship this morning. Another young female athlete from the county who has been called up to international honours is Murren Devaney from Manor Hamilton. Murren, congratulations first of all and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much and thanks for having me. No stranger to Irish soccer squads, but it's the first time we're going to see you at a competitive level at UEFA Under-17 uh, Championship Qualifiers this year. How big of an honour is it to be called up at this level? It's brilliant every time you get the call up to put on the Ireland jersey. It's a great honour and um, it's all down to everybody that helps you get there. And I've played before, but they've all been development tournaments. And now I'm where I want to be, playing competitive football with Ireland. So it's brilliant. Obviously, yourself and your local friend and colleague, uh, Leah Fox, joined Sligo Rovers this year. How did you find that step up in standard from Manor Rangers over the last, well, I suppose, seven or eight years playing with them? Yeah, look, it's completely different, Manor Rangers. Uh, um, Sligo Rovers are just at a different level to club football. Then. But look, it was great and I enjoyed so many years playing with Manor Rangers. I played with the boys as well and it just helps you bring you on so much. The step up to Sligo Rovers have been great. I feel like I've been coming on okay and it's it's brilliant yeah you must be disappointed with the result from yesterday despite scoring twice you're on the wrong side of a 5-2 scoreline we thought at half time we'd we had a good performance in the first half we thought we'd pull away after that but unfortunately it didn't go our way but we'll we'll move on to the next day and hopefully we'll get a result the next day against Wexford you have qualified of course with the earlier performances this season uh, yourself and Leah very involved in that for the elite stage now everybody's at a really high standard how do you think the club are going to get on in that division i think it's we're, it's no bother to us i think we're well fit to be up there with the best teams in the country and um, we have great management and i think we're well able to compete and we've give the top teams a good run for any time we've played them so far so i think it'll be an interesting couple of weeks and i can't let you go without having a chat about this morning's game playing for glencar manor in the first round of the senior football championship you had a good win this morning? 
Yeah, I think we owed it a, a, a tough game and battle, and that's exactly what the two, we, the two of us went and did. Um, they put it up to us right from the start, and look, at, it, it went our way today. But um, all around, we were happy with a, a good team performance, and our eyes are on the championship for September, whenever it comes. And all we want is a championship title now for the 50th celebrations here in Manor Hamilton, and hopefully we'll get that. You must get asked this a lot, but how do you manage to play two sports at such a high level? When you love two of them so much and you have great people behind you, my mum and dad are brilliant. Anything I ever ask of them, if it's to go to Dublin or uh, Belgium or anywhere, they're always so keen to bring me and it's brilliant. And when you have people like that, it's no problem. And I love playing for both of them, so it makes it all more enjoyable. Sounds like you're absolutely loving your your football and your life at the moment and the very best luck to you over the rest of the season with both sides Sligo Rovers and the 17 girls and Glencar Manor I'm sure you're and more than just the senior team there as well with the minors and what have you so the very best luck at all levels Thank you and um, i just like to say only for Manor Rangers and the Glencar Manor Club I wouldn't be able to play at the top level I'm playing at so only for them I love that you haven't forgotten your roots either well done and the best luck for the rest of the season Thank you. The other ladies' games finished as follows. In the McCormick's Mace Ladies Intermediate Championship, Ahuilin 113, Muhl 28, Anaduff 48, Fina 19. And in the Junior Championship, Kieldra Gales 612, St. Francis's second side 28. And that, folks, is everything we have time for today action-packed again it's great to see the ladies football championship finally starting having started the men's equivalent last week and everybody is up and running literally and rowing in Carrick and Shannon today as well uh, we'll be catching up with some more sport during the week and we catch up with the swimmers of flow bio on Wednesday's show and I'll be back tomorrow with a look at the arts in kiss my arts tomorrow morning at 7 a.m don't forget you can get the show on spotify simply by searching for Leitrim daily and clicking on follow and it will come directly to your phone every day of course iphone users also have the podcast app automatically on their phone android you'll have to download spotify or stitcher or one of the other podcast apps that are available you'll get the show on all of them you can of course get all our episodes including all our back episodes totally free on leitrimdaily.com and if you want to get in touch please drop us an email info at leitrimdaily.com we would love to hear from you talk to you tomorrow <laughs>